men were Sean Lemmy, John Otney, Colin Westman, and Matt Karsten. So uh, Jack the Giant Slayer came out, I guess. Didn't make that much money. Now there's that Oz thing. It's this weekend, yeah. A couple months ago, we had Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Mm -hmm. (laughs) With a success. (laughs) Somehow. Does he even have the candy house? I didn't see it in the trailers. I remember seeing candy house. I guess it was like the aftermath of like, because of that, they've learned from their experiences and now they have like crossbows. Yeah, <laughs> flashback or something. Remember the best part of the Red Band trailer is Hansel going, if there's one thing I know, it's don't eat the fucking candy. That's sweet. That's that, tra- if that was the whole movie. <laughs> You just say that line over and over again. It's only a line of dialogue. I think she just cries. <laughs> Do it. Fucking. It's like, I get it, Jeremy Renner. I won't eat the candy. It just seems, uh, yeah, so messed up that Hollywood is resorting to, like, taking children's stories like, yeah, we can make this, like, action or, like, or, like sexy or, like, all of the above. <laughs> the fact that we have... A new Oz that looks more like that Alice in Wonderland thing. And then we have, like, Jack and the Giant Slayer and Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. And, like, all together in, like, this, like, three-month period. It's like, are they really that scared of trying out original ideas for movies? And I guess I'm not opposed to, like, adapting famous fantasy stories. Because it's worked well for, like... For, like, Disney, you know, they've done a lot. They did Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid and Aladdin. But, like, they were, they made them, they were kids' movies, you know? They were, like, sexy action <laughs> epics with crossbows and F-bombs. <laughs> like, I don't know what they peel. I, you know, I, I bet part of, I mean, you, you could split this up into all sorts of different divisions. But, like, the Hansel and Gretel, like, Witch Hunter, I think, probably falls into that. Abraham Lincoln vampire slayer thing, which started with like those books by Seth Graham Smith, like that like Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, where you take something famous and then oh, wouldn't it be crazy if we threw in oh now there's they fight zombies and stuff, like that's really clever, but it's not. I mean you have those, and then you got the dumbass like epics. I don't know if any of those have been good. Snow White and the Huntsman. Anyone seen that yet? I remember I saw I saw Mirror Mirror, and I was like, I'm gonna see this, and then I'm gonna see the other one, see which one's worse. But Mirror <laughs> Mirror was so bad, I was like, I can't go through this again. Because <laughs> even though those movies are supposed to be pretty different versions of uh, Snow White, I, I heard Mirror Mirror is like the better one. <laughs> like, Ugh. At least I got to see Nathan Lane. That's one thing desperately lacking in Hollywood movies. <laughs> More Nathan Lane. 
You know, it sounds like people are saying that Oz movie. Best thing about it is Zach Braff playing like a monkey or something. Just like he does all the time. <laughs> I haven't even looked at the reviews for that. I wonder how they are. Uh, and they're about, I guess, what I'd expect. Rotten Tomatoes, like fifty, late high 50 range, 57. It's too bad. Sam Raimi, you know? What I don't, what I still don't understand is like, there's like 13 Wizard of Oz books. And the, the, you know what they did? They didn't. They they chose to adapt none of them. <laughs> like, let's do a prequel instead. I mean, it makes you wonder if they weren't interested in doing any of those books. Is it really worth exploring that universe? Like, you have all this stuff already there, and they're like, eh, well, go? And, and doing a prequel seems like such a dumb idea because there's already that really popular musical. Like, why not just make a movie out of that? I'm sure they will. <laughs> to cancel out this one. You big fan, Nancy? Hmm? What's the witch thing? Wicked. Witch yeah, you big fan of Wicked? No. Did you see or something? Uh, Sarah saw it. Oh, I figured somehow you saw it. You saw it by osmosis. No. <laughs> <laughs> like you touched her hand and then you got like a vision, like a final this. <laughs> I wish that'd be sweet. Before I feel bad about Wicked because... Like, I I feel like everyone who's read the book or seen the musical really likes it, but I just find it so uninteresting that even when I just try to, like, read the Wikipedia synopsis, I get so bored after, like, three sentences, I move on. It's for girls. My dad's a big fan. Well, that's why he's a big fan, because you're not a big fan. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that rule. <laughs> Before we uh, dive into this, oh, have we even said what it is? Okay, so what we're going to talk about is fantasy uh, stories, folk tales, nursery rhymes that should should not be movies. Uh, there's a good chance that some of these may be actually made into movies someday, but we're going to explore what could be in our own fashion. Is is uh, like the board game one? Do we know um, that any of these are actually like in production or? Uh, I don't know. I didn't look. Possible. I mean, it's possible, but uh, I mean, we don't have any cold hard facts mm-hmm. like that. I one. felt like we had cold hard facts with that one. I think I, we did, but. Okay. Locks is going to happen somehow. They're going to turn that into like a Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> it's too good not to. A uh, kind of fairy tale um, thing that I must put on here that I heard there was a, a rumor to make it a couple of years ago. It was the, the Solomon Grundy, you, you know, like the DC characters based off of him. It's basically a character, um, an old story who uh, like lives for like five days, like born on a Monday, you know, christened on a Tuesday, and then finally like buried on a Sunday. So it's like really sad Benjamin Budd. <laughs> that was already pretty sad, so... Uh, but I, yeah, I don't know if they're actually still going to make that in a movie. Uh, a guy who lives for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, pretty... I mean, that's a lot of opportunity, though. I mean, you can do it like the DC villain, making him an immortal. Yeah. Actually, another reason I didn't put that is I think it could be good. <laughs> Which reminds me of another thing. Like, I was thinking, like, what f- beloved. Because we don't really have any novels here. 
because most of the famous fantasy novels have already been adapted. But I was just thinking about a fantasy novel. I was like, how come they never made that new movie? I was thinking about Redwall. You guys remember Redwall? <laughs> well, my dad wrote it, so. <laughs> yes. Dad looks like the author. That's what everyone tells me. So your dad wrote the Redwall series. <laughs> I just remember how the nerds were reading that in junior high. I was like, you guys are nerds. <laughs> You know, you really like Nancy, like a, a Wrinkle in Time. Is that a movie? Something uh, like that. Yeah, they made a movie and it was like so bad that like, like the author is like still pissed about it. That's kind of. I think it was made for TV. Yeah, yeah here we go. It would be a badass movie. Well, uh, you can always listen to the unabridged cassette. I'm sure that's pretty good. Of what Redwall? <laughs> wrinkle in Time. Redwall, I'm sure, is a magnificent. Who do you think reads the Redwall audio cassette? Probably Patrick Stewart. I was, yeah, I was going to say, before you said I was going to say, aside from Patrick Stewart. But yeah, it's just, you got to get Patrick Stewart to read Redwall. Has that already happened? Maybe. That's, like, it's, that sounds so... Well, if they can't get him... Uh, I always hear Gilbert Godfrey's available. <laughs> Red Ball! Madam Mayo walked over to the... Hey, pretty good. I, well, no, I can't do... I don't know. Okay. Let's... Let's get into it, I guess. Alright. And the first uh, thing on the list is Froggy Went Accordin, which is... Folktale, but I think more of a song. Now, who's familiar with Froggy Went Accordin? I am. Is anyone else? Nope. I'm nope. the only person nope. who's ever heard of Froggy Went Accordin. We were all sick the day that you sang it in uh, elementary school music class. Went Accordin and he did ride a hunk. Uh-huh. Went Accordin and he did ride a hunk. Well, basically, it's about this frog with a sword and a pistol. And he's up to the door. And he's like, will you marry me? And she's like, I have to ask my uncle who's a rat. And the rat laughs. I'm, I'm like reading through the lyrics. <laughs> the rat's like laughing at it. And uh, then he goes <laughs> by the mouth of the wedding gown. I feel like there's a part where the toad bites somebody. Um, oh, there's like a tom. Is this right? I don't remember this part. This Ed's really dark. <laughs> There's like this cat who eats the frog. I should have done a little more research on this. Sounds like a sweet movie. So if I understand correctly, frog goes to a mouse, says, let's get married. She's like, I'm down. But you know me, I'm a traditionalist. I need, I need the approval of my Uncle Rat. And then the frog... Gets the okay from the rat, and then a cat shows up and eats them. Yeah, they, they're planning all the wedding. Like they're getting like fried mosquito and roasted fleas all together, and everyone's showing up and they're getting food, and then he gets eaten. <laughs> I don't remember that part. I feel like they'd probably change the ending. Well, this is no. This is a tragedy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so what genre? What genre are we in? Well, this is like clearly a rom- romance, uh, kind of. It, it's a period piece, clearly. 
Are we using Are we using animals? Is I feel it like it animated? Has to be computer generated. Yeah. I feel like we should establish a rule though that none of these could be animated. Okay. None of them. Oh. <laughs> so they're gonna get real frogs. It's like Homeward Bound style, or <laughs> or their lips don't even move. They're just thinking, <laughs> and there's a voiceover. That's pretty unimpressive. Oh no. That weird Alice in Wonderland hybrid, where it's like there's weird CGI frogs, but they have like human faces. Got <laughs> 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 a frog. I don't know. I, Hugh Jackman seems right enough. He's dashing. He can do period pieces. Who else can do period pieces? Who who you could imagine as a frog with that carries a sword and a gun? Why does he need a sword and a gun? Very crucial. That's like one of the like the most crucial lines. I think he's got to fight somebody at some point. And a pistol by his side. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Maybe he just has like an epic battle with the cat at the end. But he loses. Yeah. No, he loses. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty epic, but at a certain point, Froggy just gives in. Now, does the cat eat everybody or just the frog? He just eats the frog, but I guess it'd be great if they're having, like, he has some sort of beef with the frog, so, like, they're having the wedding, and the cat just shows up and starts burning everyone. Everybody's dies. It's like, it's basically like the Saving Private Ryan. It's like people pick up their arms because the cat's killing all the frogs. <laughs> but who would be the cat? I suggest Lane. You say Nathan Lane? Yeah, because he has cat experience. He's done it like twice, I think. I th- I think he was in Cats vs. Dogs. <laughs> you guys see that movie? Tobey Maguire? Yeah, yeah, I saw that movie. I'm pretty sure he was... Was he... No. Was he the main <sighs> evil cat? No, he wasn't the main cat. Maybe he wasn't then, because I feel like John Lovitz was second-tier cat. <laughs> Definitely the evil cat in Stuart Little. There's no okay. cat. So, <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying the cat would be like live action, but they'd make it like, they'd use like Lord of the Rings photography to make it look all big. Oh, Is this? What? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? How like Lord of the Rings, you have the, 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 the hobbits, and they're filmed at like different elevations, so they look like bigger than, you gotta have the cat look bigger than the frogs. Cats are bigger than frogs. Cats are. Yeah, why make it more than well, what yeah, gotta it actually be like, is? I don't know. Because <laughs> I didn't think that through. Who was Evil Cat in... Oh, nice. Alec Baldwin was in this. Baldwin's done some shit. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Alec Baldwin was in uh, Final Fantasy Spirits Within. John Hayes from Will and Grace was the main evil cat in Cats and Do- Cats and Dogs. Excuse me. Anyways, uh, we've yeah. just some terrible Shakespearean tragedy. Uh, a frog and a mouse in love, and then they're murdered. But why? Why does he think the cat hates the frog so much? Does he just? He's he- not. The cat's not about like this interspecies romance going on. <laughs> It's, no, it's kind of like political commentary too, with you know, like gay marriage and stuff. It's, <laughs> cats know. must be with cats. Frogs must be with frogs. 
Yep. Cat <laughs> council inside of a tree. Sounds <laughs> like a forbidden love. John, I just think this would have to be an animated movie. There are no people in it. You don't like the Alice in Wonderland technique? It just seems silly. Worked pretty well for that movie. It's like one of the top ten most successful movies of all time now. Yeah, but there are people in it. You can have people in here like farmers and stuff. <laughs> Doing what? They're just oblivious? <laughs> They're like just kicking them like, don't do that. Don't get out of here. <laughs> like kicking like, them away. Like they see the, the, the frog humping the mouse. They're like, don't do that. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the Bible. Yeah, you get Brian Cox in there. And he's like, stop it. It'd be like the, the farmers in uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, except live action. So yeah. better. And so the cat, like, works for them. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's played, but I don't know, whatever. I think matter. he should be, a, like, a pretty southern actor. A southern actor? Yeah. Playing the cat? Playing the cat. Like southern hemisphere? Like, no, like, like Walton Goggins or something. <laughs> like, I'm just here on contract. It's nothing personal. I can't really think of anyone southern right now. I like <laughs> it better that the cat has like religious, you know, motives. Matthew McConaughey would be good for this too. <laughs> As a menacing villain. As anyone. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Next on our list is Goldilocks and the Three Bears. God, so sexy. <laughs> this one's good. <laughs> Twilight treatment, like that Little Red Riding Hood movie, which no one saw. That got a Twilight treatment? I thought that was like a horror movie. Mm, it looked kind of, well, it had Amanda Seyfried. It's a pretty Twilight Eve. I'm sure the world was like, I don't know, probably not. I don't think he's like hot. <laughs> <laughs> I guess well, it's a werewolf. It's just a wolf. It, it was a werewolf in that, wasn't it? Because he's kind of horror. Mm. But yeah, it is a wolf in the original story. But yeah, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. How could you make Goldilocks and the Three Bears into a Twilight? Like, well, let's say this is like a problem. Like, you got you to solve this right now. How can we do this? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a dumb idea, but it could be like she goes there and it's just like three like really handsome dudes, but they like change into bears overnight or something. Yeah, but isn't it supposed to be like a family? Like, uh, this is, we gotta, we're we're twisting a little bit. Okay. (laughs) It could be like, it could be a bear brother, the middle brother, the younger brother. Or it could be a family and she's like in love with the son, but this is like, that was exactly like fucking with the court and it's like, we can't, there's species or like, (laughs) it's all about forbidden love. Well, no, no, I mean, I like, I like, I like that it's a family and she's in love with the son, but then she doesn't know they turn into bears or whether they're were bears. I have a grisly secret. And then, like, it happens, it happens, like, while they're doing it. God. doesn't run out until they go on vacation, and then she goes into the house and she, like, eats all their porridge and sleeps in their bed and they fight out and the father's pissed and it's like it's time to kill her the son's like no and it becomes this huge like struggle I feel like the the, the dad 
is like hell messed up and gets in there too. You know, he's trying. Gets in there too. What? what do you mean? He's, he's got like a dark, you know, past. So he's like, <laughs> what do you mean gets in there too? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Like a love, like a love triangle. Yeah. Oh God. I feel like it's more like rape though. Who plays him? <laughs> Doggins. <laughs> I feel like it's got to be someone who's more bear-like. Like Liam Neeson? <laughs> that could work. <laughs> Our mayor of Omni. He's right back dialogue. Uh, <laughs> it's unbearable. It's unbearable. That's the tagline. <laughs> well, the tagline's got to be like, just right or something, you know, something along those lines. <laughs> Just right. <laughs> There's like a love scene in Porridge. Oh, now you take it too far. No, no, but I mean, it'd be nice. It'd be like the scene in uh, Ghost with the pottery. Except they're like, like rubbing porridge all over each other. <laughs> <laughs> just like out it's got so much fiber. <laughs> and she's really cold. And he's like, here, this keeps you warm. <laughs> <laughs> but porridge on each other. He, no, no, no. He doesn't, like, start out meaning to rub it on her. He's, like, <laughs> trying to, like, hand her the bowl, but he accidentally, like, spills it on her. And then she's, like, she's like being playful. She's, like, throws some on him. And he's, like, oh, I see where this is going. You don't keep like, your regular. And, they st- and then they're, they're just, like, rubbing the porridge, you know? And it's just, like, between them. And it's this everywhere. And, uh, you know, and then they start making love. And he starts turning into a bear, right? And the camera pans and, like, Liam Neeson's watching. <laughs> <laughs> do they, like, try to do it in all three beds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That, that could provide the three-act structure. Yeah, sure. Three-act a different bed. <laughs> Just right. <laughs> like, well, yeah. When, once they do it in in Papa Bear's bed, then they've gone too far. Yeah. And all it gets all the other bear people. So how, remind me how uh, the original story ends. That's a good question. She didn't get murdered, did she? I think they just chase her out of the house. Seems so what's the lesson in that story? Just like don't break into someone's house. <laughs> don't fuck with shit that you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that that's the theme? Yeah. <laughs> Going back to the theme, just don't fuck with shit you don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure she just runs away. That's a pretty lame story if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a pretty sweet setup. No good payoff. Ours is better. Well, we don't have an ending yet. What's our ending? Yeah, what, what is it? So the, the bear father finds out because sleeping in his bed. Some sweet bear fight. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, like he drowns in porridge or something. <laughs> no! We've had enough porridge. <laughs> okay, well, there's not much to work with. What else is in that store? Well, porridge? Just... Beds? Just do some Twilight shit. It turns out there's a society of... She yeah, gets pregnant. Know. Yeah. With like a bear child. <laughs> and they go into hibernation. <laughs> Set up the sequel. Yep. So obviously, this is a trilogy. It's actually set up as a breaking bear. Yeah, break. Yeah, well, yeah. The last one's two, two movies. Mm-hmm. They they know that going into it. <laughs> <laughs> huh? 
What does that mean, though? The last one's two movies based on one story. There isn't, like, a series of Goldilocks. Like, Fair Part 1 and 2. The movie's they, too fucking long. Dude. You just gotta split it into two just because. Exactly. All right. Well, you know, one part's more, like, about their bear child, and the other part's, like, the big werebear war. <laughs> yeah, so the first one's just kind of like the story, and then she gets pregnant. The second one's all about, like, she needs to become a werebear. Like, this the is getting... third and fourth is, like, the epic war movies. Yeah. Between who would, the, who would the bear people be at war with, secretly, obviously, that we don't know about. Or would it be with just people? I think it's just people. I mean, it's just people. it's probably like her her dad is like like a four star general, and like they <laughs> they find out about the were bears and they gotta take them down. And there's like nukes and stuff. You're gonna drill in their honey mines. <laughs> no, that doesn't even make sense. Honey goes to the trees. <laughs> I don't know, honey. I'm just trying to think of things that I think of, but I think of bears, uh, bees. B guns. Uh, let's keep it where we had it. Yeah. Do we need Do we need to tweak the title for like you know you can't you can't just go Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It's got to have a, a sexier title than that. I, I feel like all you got to do is eliminate a few words, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Goldilocks such a weird name. What did they? Ch- what was the name of that Little Red Riding Hood movie? Uh, Red. <laughs> I feel like it, it was, was Red all... Riding Hood. It was Red Riding Hood. Hood. Hood? It was Red Riding Hood. Yeah. So just Goldilocks. What's Goldilocks. a Riding Hood? Hmm. What's a Riding Hood? It's like for riding horses, I think. Yeah. But so long when the horse step on it. It's not that, that long. <laughs> it's like a coat. Do you think if it was yeah, really long? Yeah, in most been... things, but in the trailers for that movie, it's like, I don't know, 50 feet long. <laughs> I don't know about that. Even if it is long, it's behind the horse. So only if the horse is like going to start running backwards yeah. off a cliff or something. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> On that, that movie was most definitely a werewolf, just so we have that clarified. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see Goldilocks. Got some pretty uh, steamy moments. Explicit. Now, I have no idea how what we're going to do with this next one. This is Hey Diddle Diddle. Cat and the fiddle. Cow jumped over the moon. Uh, little dog laughed to see such a sport, and the dish ran away with the spoon. Right away, I, I, just, th- I just hear, I think disaster movies with Red Wings. The cow jumping over the moon. Once again, this is one that's really hard because all the characters are animal people. And they're not really, like correlated to each other at all. <laughs> it's, it's like it's very abstract. I don't know how this would be a movie. I think, uh, I think obviously it's about like aliens attacking. <laughs> okay. Like that's the only direction you can really take it. So the cat doesn't jump over the moon. He's like teleported onto the moon. They gotta send him to space. Uh... Space cow. <laughs> like he tells them that he sees something. Like the dog on gra- at ground control is like laughing at it. He's like, "That's bullshit, isn't that?" Good. I like to think that there's, like, these are just regular animals, and we have a human cast. 
I don't think I think we could we could do a little better than that. I think, for example, uh, let's say the spoon isn't a spoon, but it's actually S P O O N, uh, an Android. Like it? <laughs> um, let's say superior person of online networks. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, an Android that that has, possesses all the knowledge of the internet, as of the future. <laughs> the future internet. Yeah. And. Uh, okay. Was he with the dish? The dish. It's is, like a satellite dish. Yeah, it's like a satellite. It's like Skynet, basically. <laughs> this is like like the aliens. Like took over our Skynet called Dish, <laughs> and uh, they stole Spoon, which is you know obviously puts us at a huge tactical disadvantage because they ha- that means they have not only our most advanced Android but the one who has knowledge of the future Internet, which I mean we can't we can't we can't let that happen. We'll lose the war, and so they send a cow to the space. Well, the cow is. Is that really like a codename for a spaceship? It's like a Trojan horse, but it's a cow. Yeah. <laughs> that, that works. Like Chris Pine is on this cow ship. Mm-hmm. He goes to the moon, discovers the alien. And then, so I guess the dish and the superior odd line. <laughs> what was it? Superior. Well, anyways, are they, so they're like warning everybody? The two robots? Is that why they ran away? <laughs> or are they running from the truth? What are they running from? Because they ran away together. But, well, Dish was taken over by the aliens. Okay. Using superior alien technology. And uh, so, you know, it, it, they, they don't find that till the end of the movie. So it, it makes it look like he just kidnapped Spoon. Uh all right. So these are basically all people now, right? And like, well, side or machines. So what about the cat and the fiddle? Is that like a guy with a gun? He calls the gun <laughs> fiddle. Yeah, I imagine he's our hero. Is he riding in the space cow? In the, wait, yeah, did that, I miss that? Is that Chris Pine? Codename cat. Cat, yeah, and he's with the dog, who's like his wisecracking sidekick. He'd be, be good for the dog. Oh, oh it's got to be a black guy, right? It's got to yeah. be like Diggs. I think I, I think I missed something. So, what is Cow? Cow's a spaceship. Okay. Which makes They're more flying sense. it to the moon. I'm guessing the moon is where the aliens, like, set up their base of operations. Yeah, they just, you know, set up and are watching us. And, you know, they declared war, but it's been kind of a stalemate for a long time. Mm-hmm. Just because, I mean, they're totally technologically superior, uh, but there's so few of them. And, and, you know, we've been building up our own technology. That's, again, that's using mostly in- information from the future Internet, uh, which is why Spoon is such a valuable part of our uh, tactical <laughs> advantage. Can the aliens be the diddlers? Hmm? <laughs> I'll take that as a, a no. That's fine. <laughs> What do you? What do you? What do you? You got an alien mo- alien name in mind, Sean? It's just the opening line is "Hey diddle diddle." Does anyone know? Is that supposed to mean something, or is that just? Do you think it's a gibberish? 
Because diddle means something. Is it means something more? It's you have no idea what it means. On the future internet, instead of www, you type in hey diddle diddle. <laughs> is it HDD or is it actually you have to type in hey diddle diddle? <laughs> you have to type hey diddle diddle. I think HDD works. I like it. HDD. I'm I'm looking forward to the. To that, the explanation yeah. of HDD, like it's like why did it change an HD? But it's like even better. They had to come up with some sort of new proxy thing because the internet isn't just on Earth anymore. That that changed everything. Future <laughs> internet, man. <laughs> Sweet. Man, that's really creative. I like Chris Pine being the cat and his gun being a fiddle because then he could be like. The music it makes are like the screams of the people he kills. <laughs> it's like, make such sweet music. We just kill it, the, the, the aliens. I don't know what they're called now, but for some reason. Wait, why is Hey Diddle Diddle the, how you search on the internet? Did the aliens do that? <laughs> is that like something they did that really pissed us off? <laughs> no. They're trolling our planet. That was just like a boring, like actual um, explanation that Sean gave. Do we do we have any reasons for the? They just domination. They're just starting yeah. at the moon. You never need to give aliens a reason. First, they're gonna control the tides. <laughs> Screw with us. <laughs> You're gonna cause our moon getting. <laughs> our moon getting out of here. So what should we call this? Over the moon? <laughs> uh, uh, that's generic enough. That works. You know, it's like, it's got the nice ring of like a White House down. Yeah. Not quite dumb enough, but like simplistic enough. <laughs> <laughs> and the poster's like the boot blowing up. <laughs> they blow it up in the movie. Sweet. Except then Earth is fucked. Yeah. I'm really wow, amazed that we... Because of the tides. <laughs> Maybe. That bad, we, we, we'd get used to it. All right. I just it feel like people be, underestimate the moon. I don't know. There might be something going on there that we... People don't underestimate the moon. Mm, it's a big light at night. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I guess, you know, we kind of got to hang on to it because we only got the one. Yeah. Well, that's Saturn. Well, I like that. Sci-fi epic. Sounds pretty good. I'd see it. Yeah, but aren't these the movies that shouldn't be made? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah, I guess that's true. I think I could make a better sci-fi movie if I wasn't handicapped by trying to <laughs> fit parts of the hey diddle diddle rhyme. We got it all in there. It's all there, man. Done. Let's move on. Well, Humpty Dumpty, anyone? Sean, you've already adapted this to the screen before. You, you want to talk about that a little bit? Well, it was pre- it was a pretty literal adaptation. Uh, we filmed it at, in in high school, and because we filmed it in high school for a class, we actually only had you know the fifty minute period to do the entire production. 
so what we did was we had Humpty Dumpty be a student sitting on the top of a hill on a chair. And he just kind of falls down the hill. And then Jake and I saw that happen and run down there. And, and you know, he's supposed to be dead, but, like, as we mourn his death, uh, he claps and laughs and stuff. So that that doesn't really work. And he didn't really fall apart into pieces. He just rolled down the hill and died. Starring famous sexual predator Jordan Lawrence. <laughs> Rather just kinda, I believe at the end of that movie, we just left. He was dead, and then we left. So probably what class was this? Uh, that was, it was, there was like a, a film production class in high school. And it sucked, because you, like, you couldn't use the gear outside of class, so you just had to make a movie. Uh, I'm sure some people film stuff over multiple days and just had their characters wearing different clothes in different scenes uh but that bothered us so we always did it in the in the period continuity is key mm -hmm. to the success of your productions so i think where we failed is we had we didn't place any actual importance on humpty dumpty he's got a there's got to be a significance to this man and uh his his sitting on a wall there has to be a reason for that and of course the reason he breaks into pieces and we would want to put him back together needs to be explained. Is this like Whoa. a Cold War movie? Like the Berlin Wall? Yeah. You think? Yeah. Like, is it a protest? Maybe. I feel like he just gets straight up shot if you sat on the Berlin Wall. <laughs> now that he's got sweet egg armor. Yeah, he's got like an egg, like, fortress, like, suit. It's like impenetrable to bullets. Yeah, but then like they develop, you know, like a rocket or something that <laughs> just blows him the fuck up. But he's like protesting. He's like singing, like trying to t tell them not to. I don't know who he's, what side he's on. And then they rebuild him like a bionic man. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just like wipes out the Soviet Union. Yeah, I feel like this would have to be, like, the secret, like, history of the Berlin Wall. Like, this is what you didn't know went on before the Berlin Wall got taken down. It was actually all this guy's doing. Based on a true story. <laughs> was he in support of the wall coming down, or did he want it to stay I up? Think, yeah, he I think wanted he to... would have to be. Why would he stand on this wall and be like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> Don't take it down. Hurt down this wall. I hope I don't fall. I can totally Is it a musical? Throw up on the... Well, I just... It's just weird, because I was just... You know, I saw Les Miserables in December, and there's all these uh, scenes of Russell Crowe in that movie singing, and I swear all the scenes, he, he was, like, overlooking a big city or, like, on a wall. So I was like, man, he'd be perfect for Humpty Dumpty to sing on a wall. <laughs> I'm on the wall. What's kind of funny about him is he kind of sings like David Bowie, too, so you can kind of imagine that. I can't. It's kind of hard. Well, that was the weird thing about that movie is that Russell, everyone's like has a, like a classical voice, but Russell Crowe is like a rock voice. <laughs> Does he but sing Heroes by David Bowie at some point? That song like talks about being by a wall. You could, you could, yeah, you could work that into this. <laughs> this doesn't have to be a full on musical, but you can have a few musical numbers just to okay. lighten the mood. 
Good be hero. <laughs> I don't like the musical angle at all. I kind of like it. <laughs> Just because I feel like people have talked about, like, the worst part of Le Miserable was Russell Crowe's singing, but then you build a whole movie around it. Can you imagine when he's biotic, biotic Russell Crowe, he's giving, like, a speech on be heroes. <laughs> Why does he have to be bionic? Why can't he just because be they, like, you know, cast? they put him back together? Isn't that part of it? Yeah, and then they, they, they could the put end. him back together. Huh? Oh, they couldn't. They could put him back together. I think they could, and then they're trying to like rebuild the wall or something. Well, yeah. Well, this is where we stray from the original material. <laughs> we we do it's put like him back together, and he takes out. It's like it's like Watchmen. You know, it it takes on its own alternate timeline. Russell Crowe has a sweet, like, egg costume. <laughs> Is it like Iron, like an Iron Man suit? Well, yeah, but it looks dumb. It's it like all egg-shaped. It's egg-shaped. Egg it looks dumb at first, right? Because, like, Iron Man's first suit looked dumb. But after, once he gets rebuilt, shouldn't it look kind of cool? Like a little cool? Like a little better? Yeah, I think so. I think the bionic version of him looks, like, kind of cool. But it's, like, 80s sci-fi type of thing. He has to take on the king's. Well, the, no, the king's men tried to help him. He's leading the king's men, right? Or he's working with the king. He's against like evil German dudes. <laughs> what what other songs could he sing? It could be like it could be like a knight's tale. Yeah, start where you got like lots of like. <laughs> <laughs> Every scene, I just imagine Russell Crowe like starts. He stands up and starts singing to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was an excellent choice, Sean. <laughs> it's like songs that like get you pumped. Like he's always getting everyone pumped. Yeah, like, I, mean, I mean, I was gonna say another brick in the wall. I guess you could. That'd be that. so good. That'd be pretty good too. Yeah. Oh, another brick in the wall. Guitar <laughs> solo. Yeah. I like this. It's like Rock of Ages. With Iron Man. <laughs> and Cold War. <laughs> I'm trying to and see you, this movie. You have the Humpty Dumpty dance song in there. Yeah. <laughs> How's that go? I don't know because there was that one time when we were playing Cranium and everyone had to like hum it and everyone was humming like a totally different thing. <laughs> it's like so hard. It was like a, it's hard to like hum a hip hop song. At least that one. Mm-hmm. I, I had it confused with the Tootsie Roll song from Jock Jams. So I was humming the wrong thing. <laughs> Hard to hum the Humpty. But yeah, that song can be in there. Action packed. Awesome. <laughs> I think we pretty much covered it. I think yeah. so. Our next one is most certainly an epic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised there's never been a significant movie adaptation of Homer's The Odyssey. Have they done the Iliad either? Got well, there was, there was Troy, right? Oh, yeah. That was so bad, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, would this just be a sequel to Troy? Yeah, what was uh, Troy about? Sweet with Sean Bean? I, I guess Troy covered stuff in the Iliad. What would you say, Sean? Well, Sean Bean plays Odysseus in Troy. 
Kind of sweet. So you'd have to die at the end. Does he die? No. But he dies in all his movies. He oh. dies in this version. He has to die now. Yeah, you're playing by that rule. Yeah. No, I believe in keeping Sean being alive. Poor guy. So, if I recall, the Odyssey was mostly about like sailing around lost and then running into islands where there's like find monsters cyclops, and, shit. and then I believe there was one with uh, uh what are, what are those things that lure you in with sirens? The sirens. Yeah. Did he fight a minotaur? That sounds right. There's definitely there's, like, a cy- I, I, there's a cyclops. It might be a minotaur as well. I feel like yeah. he's trapped in a maze and like a minotaur is just trying to. Uh, well, I know there's a there's a that's Greek a story with a minotaur. Is that a different thing? Yeah. I think that's a desert story, but this one does have monsters in it, so it'll be pretty sweet. It basically be like Clash of the Titans. But yeah, yeah this doesn't give us a lot of like room because it's an actual book, not a vague fairy tale. <laughs> yeah, but I think how, I'm the, how make do we this. make it work? Is it, are we going to make it really, really long? Well, it's like 16 movies. <laughs> I mean, the story movies. takes place over like 20 years. <laughs> it could at least be like a trilogy. I felt like in, in junior high or where, whenever we read this, we read like a chapter of it or something. I feel like Miss Glenn is like, it's literally impossible to read. Yeah. <laughs> she made it sound like it was like, even if you tried, you could never read the whole thing like, in your whole like, life. Like whole life you couldn't <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I know. Well, I feel like Sean owns it and it's not yeah. that big. Yeah, it's not that big. I read a chunk of the Iliad. Yeah, see, but you can't even tackle the whole thing. Cause he's I feel like, like the Iliad doesn't have as much monsters. The Iliad's kind of lame. Oh, the Iliad's sweet. The problem with Troy was they like tried to make it like it was a real war, like it was just people. Yeah. And the Iliad's all about like, hey gods, why don't you win this war for us? And, uh, like that's like every battle is just gods helping out. <laughs> I hate that. I hate it when you get so much help from the gods. Like that sh- stupid Immortals movie, <laughs> like a year ago. Yeah. That movie's bullshit. I don't really want to go into it. It was not a good experience. Though it did have Orlando Bloom guy nice. as Zeus. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That's because they wanted all their Greek guys to be like super ripped. <laughs> Remember that movie was super ripped. It was like 302. I mean like the sequel to 300, not like 302 guys in it. <laughs> and it was bad. But... um I wonder if there's any room for Liam Neeson in this one. I'm trying to remember the characters. There's Odysseus, Penelope. Oh, the other Zeus is in this. So you can... You, I guess Liam Neeson's already done Zeus. <laughs> he can reprise the role. So is it, does it take place in the same universe? They could just do a movie called Odyssey oh. of the Titans, right? No. Oh, <laughs> well, here, let's say this. Let's say that you want to do that, but then Liam Neeson's like, I can't do it. Who would you go next? Who's like the next in line like the next Liam Neeson type uh, actor like that you'd go to that's tough is there any other actor that's like in their early f- or like their 50s that's still doing that kind of stuff maybe not not really <laughs> Liam Neeson really all there is is he the only <laughs> that play Zeus I mean there are people that I would cast as Zeus but 
I don't, none of them are, are Liam Neeson type. Who would you cast? Uh, if, if I had my druthers, I'd get Malcolm McDowell in there. <laughs> He's kind of old. Yeah. Zeus has got to be like kind of good shape. Like, uh, oh, this is driving me nuts. They can see like like CGI bodies. <laughs> Nicholas <Yeah>. Cage. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. He'd be a great Paul would like that. <laughs> I don't even like know what that would be. Yeah. I like to imagine it's him like in Wicker Man. He's like screaming a lot and like something. <laughs> out. That's a war going on. I don't even know. This is I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think I know the Odyssey as well as I should to be talking about right now. This, well, it's it's kind of a sexy story, to be honest. Like there's a lot of it where he's just like hanging out on this island, banging his brains out. After a while, I was like, ah, oh, no, I should probably go back to my family. And then they're like, uh, by the way, you can't go. That's like one of the movies. Is That's a whole movie. Yeah, he's banging his brains out. Is that what the first chapter is called? <laughs> Odyssey of the Titans, part one. Banging ben their brains out. Banging their brains out. It's like what, like Lost and Shit. Lost and Shit. That's the third one. Uh, you know, breaking down. The third down. one, when he comes back. I love the ending of the Odyssey. He comes back, and there are all these dudes who are Wouldn't trying to get Wouldn't this be the 16th one? There are all these dudes who are trying to get with his wife. Uh, and she's like, I don't I don't want this. I'm, I still believe my husband. But, you know, it's been like 20 years since he left. And they're, like, having a competition. And Odysseus shows up, and he straight up murders all of them. He's like, yeah. all these guys... I know you're just trying to do right by the kingdom, but you gots to die. <laughs> I feel like it's at like an archery competition. Like everyone's like, like, trying, trying to hit the target, and he just like turns his bow around and starts shooting them. <laughs> They're like all lined up, and he shoots one arrow through all of them. And it's like three, and that's really long slow mo. It's like three minutes of an arrow going through all these bodies. In fact, one I remember shot. watching an adaptation of the Odyssey, you know, some crappy public access version of it but coming away from <laughs> coming away from the whole thing like feeling like Odysseus is a huge asshole the whole end of that movie so I remember he like comes back and he like finds some old farmer and he just like steals all his food and like eats all of it because he's in disguise and this guy's like what the fuck and he's like check it out I'm Odysseus <laughs> check it out I ate all your food. <laughs> I'm starting to think Charlie Sheen would be good for this. Banging <laughs> <laughs> his brains out. <laughs> so are we trying to make Odysseus unlikable in this version? <laughs> He's supposed to be a charismatic leader. Not... He's just like a huge dick. <laughs> I like it. You guys like Charlie Sheen? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. You just oh, totally pissing off it? Nicolas Cage. Flash of the what? Uh, the Titans of a uh, Od what was it? Odyssey of Titans? Did you just say Clash of the Odyssey? I don't know. Clash of the Odyssey. 
Bush of the Odyssey banging his brains out. Was that by Tiger Blood? <laughs> Is he presented by Tiger Blood? Yeah. So the movie like sponsored. <laughs> yeah, you like drink your. What is Tiger Blood? I don't think it's a real thing. It's not a real thing. It's just something he comes up with. Yeah. You can like drink real Tiger Blood in the movie though, and like gives him. He could like. There could be like a big marketing campaign with like he starts like an energy drink, Charlie Sheen does, and like to coincide with the release of Clash of the Odyssey of the Titans. <laughs> Banging your brains out <laughs> <laughs> in IMAX, real 3D, three double D. <laughs> so we have Clash of the Odyssey of the Titans banging your brains out, in, presented by Tiger Blood in IMAX, real three double D. <laughs> Can you see that graph? Part one. Part, Part one. one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a buddy making machine. Three D double. I guess it's for all the ba- the bang in your brain that scene. They like develop new cameras for those. And <laughs> all sorts of new movements with these new cameras. For the bang in parts. <laughs> James Cameron involved. <laughs> He's just like a producer. <laughs> yeah, you know, that jiggle vision. <laughs> <laughs> and then the theater does like that centrifugal force. <laughs> what? What movie was that? Never mind. Mm. It's got a shit in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> What, what are you? T- I, I vaguely remember what you're talking about. We were watching like a Fred Astaire musical. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember why you were talking about centrifugal force. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea of a theater that's like spinning around and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like the audience doesn't have enough like flying at them. <laughs> the three with the three double D. <laughs> Is there an actual difference, or is that just for fun? <laughs> There's a difference, man. They developed new cameras. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they can capture you guys' movement. <laughs> just like, it's like you feel like you can touch it. <laughs> They're like, okay, we're, I was going to go somewhere else, but I think we're done. Okay. Think we are. That's, I don't really want to see. <laughs> Let's move on to something a little less... Epic. <laughs> uh, this is a pretty epic one. It's there was an old woman who lived in a shoe. Uh, she the... had so many children, she didn't know what to do. She gave them some broth without any bread, then whipped them all soundly and put them to bed. It sounds like she's trapped them there. She's got er, like she's got all these children like in cages, and she whips them. I think it's a commentary on birth control or something. <laughs> this movie's just propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> or something. I don't know. I mean, it sounds pretty like horrible. Like it could be like a horror movie, but it could also just be like 
more like children's fantasy. Like it could be like a Matilda thing, you know, like how Crucible is all mean to them. No, I like I like it's got to be hard horror. It's got to be hard horror. <laughs> like, so it's like Saw. <laughs> like she keeps trying to have abortions, but they're like they won't die or something. God, are you serious? Yeah, this is hard shit, man. This is not at all what I was thinking when I <laughs> have abortions. Huh? I was thinking this is like daddy daycare. It's like oh, aborted fetuses <laughs> like running around her house. Okay, give me the daddy daycare pitch because I'm open to something else besides weird, gross abortion duty. <laughs> uh, what was what was, what was this? Was it a Steve Martin movie where they have like 30 kids? Cheaper by the dozen. Cheaper by the dozen. I think they have a dozen. I don't yeah. know how many they have in Cheaper by the Dozen 2. Maybe uh, two dozen. Two dozen. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of kids. You know, it's just, you know, light family comedy like that. They're like, what are we going to do? All these people live in one house. This is and a then they whip them. They whip them. Well, yeah, but why, why do they whip them? That's where it gets dark to me. <laughs> like, they're just getting so, like, fed up with all these kids. So they're actually beating the kids? It's, like, so hard to keep them under control. They're becoming animals. You can't have a light family comedy with beating (laughs) children in it. (laughs) Is this a family comedy? Is Adam Sandler the old woman? (laughs) 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 Adam Sandler plays all the kids. (laughs) The kids have like a little Adam Sandler thing. <laughs> and they're all like, it's a Oh, now this sounds like the worst movie ever made. <laughs> How annoying would that be? So, but why does she, she's just trying to discipline him? That's like, they're like a fam. It's, is this like a daycare? There's an orphanage? An orphanage would be good, right? But well, they're her kids, though, right? Yeah, they gotta be her kids. So the her I mean, kids, they all live in a wooden or a big shoe. You could probably get the audience on the old woman's side if they're all little Adam Sandler's going along. I think at that point the audience would be like, "Yeah, whip the shit out of those little punks." I really feel like this should be darker. She's like, "Kill him, right?" <laughs> <laughs> Is it like Click where it gets like super sad? Like, yeah. I feel like the audience would want all the little Adam Sandlers to die <laughs> for making this old woman's life miserable. So, wait, I, is she Adam Sandler? Or no, <laughs> she's Kevin James, obviously. Oh, right? Okay, yeah, she's Kevin James. <laughs> yeah, there little go. Adam Sandler's making her life terrible. 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 So, she's, you know, she tries whipping everybody. <laughs> And uh, does Robert Schneider play like the child protective services agent? It's like coming to the house. I see you're giving these kids <laughs> broth. Where's the bread? And that's the joke line. Everyone laughs there. Like, ha ha. It has a laugh track. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> the test audiences weren't laughing without the cues, so they had to start putting them in. The first movie to ever have a laugh track. You did it. Broth without bread. What a joke. And then she murders Rob Schneider. <laughs> you can do it. Can a movie called Shibbity Shoe? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're 
He's not even trying anymore. <laughs> yeah. That well, sounds they're going to wait until, like, <laughs> Kevin James is actually old enough to play the old woman. What do you so mean? He's kind of... <laughs> so he's probably going to put him they... in old lady makeup. Yeah, exactly. Like Big Mama's has. Yeah. Okay. What do you okay. need to... <laughs> Yeah, well, I was saying, like, this years is so me. far into Adam Sandler's career that he's just stopped, stopped trying. But I guess <laughs> he stopped where trying. we are. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is where we are. Yeah, I like Big Bob's house idea. <laughs> Kevin James do the Big Bob. Well, he doesn't need the big part, but he's doing the mama's house part. Maybe he could be a little bigger. A little bigger? Like, and he got well, he's like prosthetic. in shape now, you know? No, he got fat again, because I remember seeing this picture of him like, uh, kind of fat recently. He's like, did Kevin James gain weight for Grown Ups 2? I'm like, no. He didn't he gain weight because he, you know, he has a weight problem. Not because he's like, <laughs> oh, I need to gain weight for my next role in Grown Ups 2. <laughs> really crucial to my performance. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he decides to gain weight for the old woman, who, or for Shibbity Shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So is this like PG thirteen? Is this like R? Is this like his like another That's My Boy? It's R, but they like market it as a family comedy, so like <laughs> people g- go to it. <laughs> they don't realize it's a trick. <laughs> trap. That's the tagline. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> 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 Andy is in there too. He's got to pass the torch to someone. <laughs> ah. I like it. It's got my stamp of approval. So I'm not sure I really remember this next one. Peter, Peter, Pumpkin Eater. Had a wife, but he couldn't beat her. Is that it? No. <laughs> mm. John just cut out. Oh really? Well, I'll yeah. fill in and read another one for us. Is he just is he just long, like uh, he's doing the thing where the arrows swirl around. Yeah, he'll be back. Take take over, Sean. Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater had a wife but he couldn't keep her. Put her in a pumpkin shell and there he kept her very well. Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater had another and didn't love her. Peter learned to read and spell, and then he loved her very well. So is this like a triumphant, you know, like a man overcoming illiteracy <laughs> to win the love of a woman? Yeah, except for the fact that he has the first wife, and he dumps her in a pumpkin, and then I guess it just checks out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, no one has a problem with it. Unless he's eating her because he put her in the pumpkin shell, and then that is a cannibalism thing. So I missed some of it. Where are we at? Well, Sean just read all of Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater. Okay. So basically, where we're at is a man. Um, he he dumps someone. His like, wife. His wife. His wife. Just because. Maybe because he was ashamed of his Ill- his illiteracy. Well, he couldn't keep her. Uh, maybe because because he couldn't uh, read. Hold yeah, on, hold on. His his wife is you know checking out the local librarian man. 
And he just knows all the words. <laughs> all the words. <laughs> and so she's like, well, I'm, I'm going to go get with, get with Bookman over there. And Peter, yeah, Peter Pumpkin Eater is like, man, that guy can read good, but I got this pumpkin eating thing going on, so maybe... Maybe my lady will stick around if I stick her in this pumpkin shell, which I have plenty of because I eat pumpkins all the time. Uh, and it's, and then he kept her very well. So, this, you know, she's just chilling. And then he went and got another whole wife, I guess. <laughs> is he, is so he, is he like her well her to, is like, she, is she like well? It's like that Toby Keith music video where he puts the one behind the brick wall, right? My question is, is she well, or, like, is he just, like, is she okay? Or is, or do and they just mean that... He kept her very well, yeah, so, like, I mean, yeah, is is he eating her? Well, I, I just want to know if, like, if that means he's just really good at, like, keeping this woman hostage, or, like, keeping her well, like, she's well. She's oh, I don't think she's well, she's stuck <laughs> in a pumpkin. <laughs> so he's just really good at, like, keeping this woman in a pumpkin against her will. Yeah, or maybe she is dead and the body is hidden in a pumpkin, or maybe he put her in a pumpkin and ate her. I don't know. All I know is he kept her very well, and then he went on and got another wife. And this was, you know, olden times when you were only allowed one wife. No divorces or anything. Murder is so, probably acceptable. So though. it's a love triangle? Maybe. He falls in love with literacy. Well, he had another wife, right? But he still got his other wife in the pumpkin. Well, She's that's, dead. Yeah. I didn't get I didn't get a chance to read the story because my internet's not working very well. So uh... it's debatable if the first wife lives or not. <laughs> she lives. I don't think maybe she dies. does live. She wants to like maybe take he, revenge on them. Yeah, maybe he thinks she's dead because he put her in a pumpkin. Like he's hiding the body. But then she's alive the whole time. Yeah, and then she comes back. So it's a revenge story from the first wife's point of view? Like, enough? Well, I think it's got to be the twist that she's, she's not really dead. Yeah. Can't be from her point of view. It's not. I think it should be from her point of view. She's like... Yeah, but then it won't she, be a twist. She, well, she's just... Well, it's just it's still a sweet revenge story because she's just this sweet lady who, you know, longs for a better life. You know, she's got this dopey husband who can't even fucking read. All he does is <laughs> pumpkins all the time. What's she trying to provide, Dan? All right, keep going. Yeah. One day, you know, he, like, tries to murder her with a pumpkin. And, is she a and, bitch or what's going on? Like, why? No, no, she's, she's great. Then why would he murder her? Because he's a simple-minded buffoon. <laughs> oh, man. And then, you know, it's like years later and she's like become a badass warrior woman. And that can like be in the movie too. She like go out and kill a dragon or something just <laughs> for the second act. <laughs> and then come back. Oh, and look, dumb dumb Peter Pumpkin Eater. Now he's like the librarian. And he's got this this new wife and he loves her so much and she's like, No, you're fucking dead. And she just like murders him. That's sweet. Yeah, it works for me. Who do you envision as the wife who gets revenge? I'm going to say something that I think is wrong, but I think it's 
thing kind of works. Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> this is a comedy now. Oh. Would you have said that if this didn't have Eater in the in the title? <laughs> why, why, how did you get to Melissa McCarthy? Tell me that. I'm just um, the image of her stuffed in a pumpkin is amusing to my brain. <laughs> I guess if you look at pictures for like Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater, it's always like I guess it is usually like a larger woman kind of like stuck in a pumpkin. Because <laughs> yeah, that's funnier. Skinny ladies don't fit in pumpkins. It's, so is this comedy now, or is this is this her big turn into a dramatic like actor? Who is thriller? this? Is this the girl from Bridesmaids and stuff and Mike and Molly? Oh. Fat people relationship show. <laughs> Not about Mike and Molly. No one is. <laughs> I just mean, like, from the perspective, who's the guy in that? Billy like, Gardell. Oh, well, I just feel like he must think he got screwed. If he, I mean, if this was ten years ago, he'd have a super hot TV wife. Fat <laughs> <laughs> chick. Times have changed. I know. <laughs> Sucks for him. Yeah, he's pissed. Where's my hot? <laughs> Mark Addy got one. Yeah, Jim Belushi got one. <laughs> Mark Addy going. I get one someone that looks like me. No. <laughs> Is he also in this movie? Is he the yeah. husband? He could be Peter Peter Pumpkin either. <laughs> Definitely seems like it. He's just trying to get a hot TV wife in this movie. He leaves her for a hot TV wife. Yeah. Then apparently Mr. Carthy comes out. For revenge, it kills a dragon or something. <laughs> yeah, just some second act bullshit. She's gotta go on like some side quests to like become a badass. She gets like trained so she can prove herself like strong enough to kill this dumb idiot. Because at first she's so like heartbroken, like how could he do this to me? I loved him so much. I made him all the. I made him pumpkin bread. I made him pumpkin pie. I made him pumpkin juice. <laughs> pumpkin juice. <laughs> and he's, he fucking stuffs me in a pumpkin. What's wrong with me? But then later she learns it's not what's wrong with me, it's what's wrong with him. Does she learn that from a wise old man? Or from Killing Dragon. I mean, whatever. <clears throat> Can Mark Addy play like his best friend? <laughs> <laughs> Will America or he's the librarian that? guy. Will America accept that many fat people on screen? <laughs> <laughs> Even though it'd probably be an accurate depiction of Americans. <laughs> you know, being fat and everything. Has there been a movie aside from like heavyweights without be fat people in it? You'd be groundbreaking. Three in, fat in people? In more than one way. It's groundbreaking just like Mike and Molly. Groundbreaking in more than one way. You get it? Like they're so fat they fall into the ground. <laughs> the ground can't support them. That'd be a good scene. <laughs> like, like all the pumpkin, like all the characters, are like wait, we can't all be in here at the same time. Uh oh. <laughs> Cue laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> We're reshaping cinema here. I assume this is a Happy Madison production. 
I guess. They'll just get to a point where they just put laugh tracks in all their movies. <laughs> like applause, like signs at the theater. <laughs> Give out buckets of pumpkin. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. Buckets of pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Pumpkins by the bucket load. It's going to have to come out in fall. It's going to have to be a big fall release. Mm-hmm. For Thanksgiving. This Thanksgiving. <laughs> but he couldn't keep her. My mind have opened the door. <laughs> 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 well, what are we going to call it? I, can we still call it Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater? I think just Pumpkin Eater. Yeah. Or, or Peter, or just Peter. Peter? Is, that, is this a comedy? No, I can't remember. <laughs> no, it's it's a comedy. It turned into one. It's got a laugh track in it. <laughs> it started as like a dramatic thriller, but then Trump and Chris McCarthy in it, and we got Billy Crow in it. In a seat where they all break through the floor. <laughs> you call it plumpkins. <laughs> oh, their last God. name, like the plumpkins. Peter, Peter Plumpkin. plumpkin. <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, We should start submitting these like scripts, right? Yeah, just mail them to Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> you could have little plumpkins. Yeah. Why not? All right, I think we got that one. <laughs> that one's in the books. Solid. Uh, this next one I'm regretting already. <laughs> It's uh, Rip Van Winkle. The thing is, I thought for some reason Rip Van Winkle was just another one of these like little, it's like a page long. But now I'm seeing that it's a Washington Irving short story and it actually has like a beginning, middle, and end. And I'm like, oh, I don't know any of that. <laughs> I just know about the part where he falls asleep and he wakes up is like a thousand years later. Um, so I, I don't know the story. Years. I don't even know like... Before and after the Revolutionary War. Does, does, do you know this yeah. story on pretty well? Because I don't. I don't know it very well, but it, I believe what it is is uh, Rip Van Winkle is this guy in a colonial America. And he like gets knocked out or falls asleep or something. And he wakes up and he's like, "What? where is everybody I know? I don't recognize anyone. I'm all about King George III. And everyone's like... Fuck you, Rebellion, <laughs> George Washington, man. And then, I don't know. He like. So is this is like present away. day. At the time, I think maybe. Ooh. I don't know. But I could, you know, I'm looking at this. I'm on the Wikipedia. I'm looking at the picture. There's a statue of Rip Van Winkle, the big beard. Totally imagine Jim Carrey, the big, funny, gray beard. <laughs> In the future. Can you imagine Jim Carrey goes to sleep and then he wakes up at like modern day? Well, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. Like, how far back? Because we sent him to today, but how far back does he fall asleep? 
You can say colonial times. Colonial times? He, yeah. he misses yeah. all of American history. Yeah. He supports, like, King George and stuff. There's a black president. <laughs> stuff like that. Shouldn't he be working in the state? People? Rip Van Winkle. He comes, like, famous? What does he do? To, he becomes, like, a celebrity. Like isn't Rip Van Winkle famous for like being really like laid back? <laughs> like the exact opposite of what he should be. Take it a different direction. <laughs> I, I, why did Rip Van Winkle fall asleep? Because he's just laid back. <laughs> Fucking lazy dude. Fucking <laughs> 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 Uh. I don't know. I just like the idea of Jim Carrey with a huge beard. <laughs> well, uh, well, let's say we, we try to do it more appropriately. Who's a really laid-back actor? Michael Sarah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's like nervous. I wouldn't call it laid-back. Yeah, like Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. <laughs> you should try to bang everybody. It's, that, then it'd be like stupid, like it got Kate Hudson. <laughs> it's like, oh, what? Yeah. Like, it totally is Kate and Leopold. Kate, uh, yeah. <laughs> Kate and Leopold, all that Hugh Jackman movie. Yeah. Who was the Kate in Kate and Leopold? Was it Kate Hudson? <laughs> no, I think it was like Meg Ryan. Oh, really? Meg Ryan was still around? This was like late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. She was on her last legs. So are we saying that this has already been made? What? What What were you saying? (laughs) What? What What did you ask? What about Kate and Leopold? It's basically the same movie. It's like the exact same movie that we're coming up with. (laughs) (laughs) About a dude from the past from like the 1870s except yeah he's he's like english and you know he's a real gentleman and whatnot that's why he ends up in the future somehow so is this basically like the opposite like the same thing but instead of being a gentleman he's like hella racist yeah he's like crazy hermit (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'd say just go with jim carrey talking out of his butt <laughs> so it's basically colonial times. Yeah, it can yeah. it can basically be like the Ace Ventura from Colonial Times is <laughs> falls asleep and wakes up in present day. They go to a museum and he defaces like a painting of George Washington. Yeah. You know? So it, he is all about got like peas on it or something. <laughs> he accidentally destroys it and he tries to paint his own one. <laughs> but it's like that, you know, <clears throat> eke homo thing. <laughs> There's a good gag. There's a good scene. Yeah. He's like trying to repaint. Oh, this because he actually peed off all the paint. <laughs> <laughs> How did he get in that position that he was peeing on a painting? Dude, he's got 300 years of pee built up, ready to go. <laughs> he falls in love. <laughs> he's like, I gotta go. I might as well go on this painting. And he falls in love with this woman who's like an art dealer or something. <gasps> and he goes into the back room. John, John. All... 
Can we old boy it and have it turn out that she's like his great 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 granddaughter in the end? That's pretty good. Yeah. But like where I was going, it was he's really got to go and he goes to this back room. They thinks it's a bathroom, but then it's like this art storage room. So he's peed over George Washington, and it's gonna go on display in a few minutes. So he's got to paint a new one. And then yeah, it can be like his relative. It's really convenient that it would go on display in a few minutes. Just laying around in some dark room. <laughs> no. Gotta repaint it. No, you see, we have a good seed and we have an ending. Mm-hmm. The rest writes itself, right? Does is the super ending? You know, the last few frames of the movie is he falls asleep again, he wakes up. It's like three thousand spaceships and shit flying around. Dog people run the government. <laughs> <laughs> Goes down to his knees and. Well, oh, this is a prequel to like Hey Diddle Diddle or whatever. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh. We don't <laughs> fuck with Hey Diddle Diddle. Too perfect. I believe it's called Over the Moon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What can you call this one? Van Winkle. <laughs> I'm just oh. all about these like really uncreative <laughs> names. Well, I. Yeah, Van Winkle. I don't know. It's pretty good. Or Rip. Rip. But written, written, written like a really nice cursive. Rip. Van Winkle. And then people Rutan. go see it and they're like, the only rip was me getting ripped off. <laughs> right? Alright. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about Van Rump? Winkle? Van Winkle a rip in time. It's too creative. It's too much, John. Van You're overthinking. Or the rip. Rip. Rumple stilt skin. You guys know that He's, story? You gotta like say his name backwards or something. Or say his name. No, you just gotta guess his name. I guess it's really hard to say it backwards. I'm thinking of that super bad villain. Oh, uh, yeah, you got to okay. say his name. What was he doing? God, well, it originally starts out like, um, I don't like this peasant guy. He, like, offers his daughter to be married to this king, and the king's like, or no, the peasant tells the king, well, she can spin, like, thread into gold or something. Straw. Mm-hmm. Straw. She can spin straw into gold. And the king's like, well... Why don't you? Why don't you have her do it? And then he, he puts her in this dungeon to 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 spit a bunch of straw to gold, or else he'll like chop her head off. That I imagine the story that makes no the, sense at all. I imagine I that's how the line is. I imagine what? that's how the I imagine that's how the line is delivered. Well, why don't you like have her do it? <laughs> I love how skeptical he is. <laughs> so he's in this dungeon, and you know, Rumble Stillskin is somehow in the dungeon somewhere, and he just like comes out and like does it for her. <laughs> well, not for free, you know what? She... Yeah, he he she has to like give him shit, <laughs> like like give her give him like her baby, her, her firstborn child. Yeah, that's towards the end. 
And then he just straight up takes it. <laughs> and he's like, you can have him back, but you gotta guess my name. And she guesses it somehow. Well, I don't she, remember. She, uh, she like... Never heard. Well, but at this point, they're like married or whatever. Yeah, her and the king that yeah. previously wanted to chop her head off. <laughs> so, but so, so I remember she like goes and and is like spying on him, and he's like dancing around a fire, and like he's like, "My name is Rumble's Disc, and my name is Rumble's Disc." <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then that's then then he she confronts him somehow. What I what is he doing with the baby? <laughs> like, he wants that baby. <laughs> what is this creepy old guy with a baby for? I don't know. It's like valuable on the black market. <laughs> he wants to sell the baby. Baby meat, gold. Baby meat. So is is he like? I I always imagine Rumpelstiltskin like really short. You know, like, he's super gross. <laughs> I imagine like Paul Giamatti playing him. <laughs> like, what about Danny DeVito? <laughs> Yeah, that could work too. A little easy. What? That's a little easy. <laughs> so not Peter Dinklage, right? <laughs> Who's that? I'm sure he'd love to play that role. I feel like he's trying to be super respectable in his acting <laughs> career choices. I think he's going to play role. Yeah, now Vern Troyer, he'd take that part. <laughs> 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 yeah, but it sounds weird. It'd be uh, you'd have to be dubbed in. <laughs> I, just, I really want Jason Dave to be there. Warwick Davis. Once again, he has to be dubbed in, or they lower his voice. See, this, is, this is why Danny DeVito is perfect. He's already weird and gross, and he's never really like spry though. I can't imagine him like dancing, going. CG, I'm Rumble Steel's good. I'm Rumble Steel's good. <laughs> That's why they have CG stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they put him on a. They have a CG scene of him dancing. <laughs> it's gonna look weird. <laughs> It <laughs> would be the weirdest use of CG in the history of film. We couldn't get our actor to dance, so we did a CG version of him dancing. They like have breakthroughs and special effects. <laughs> now all dance scenes will be computer generated. We could get more moves out of him. It's not like he's like doing a complicated dance. He's just hopping around. <laughs> he could do it. How did she? Oh, yeah, she actually because he's dancing around and stuff. She guessed his name. Holy oh. shit, you guys! Do you know how this story ends? <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin is so pissed off. <laughs> he he buries his feet in the ground and then. He, he's so pissed off he rips himself in half <laughs> <laughs> like how <huh>? like <laughs> like long ways I feel like we don't even have to change anything for this story it's so fucked up and <laughs> really entertaining to watch <laughs> yeah I don't know you guys with the skeptical king and Dane DeVito as <laughs> Rumble Stillskin, I have a hard time putting this on the list of things I don't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> Who plays the king? Going really tall. 
Pendulette. <laughs> about an actor. <laughs> Could you give me that? Who's really tall? Uh, LeBron James. <laughs> Again, breakout role an actor, but he's the king. <laughs> how yeah, how about uh, Doug Jones? Freak. How about Vince Vaughn? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> because you like do it. <laughs> like, uh, you know, do it. You know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't just sit here and like just take your word for it that you can spin shit in the gold. Shit in the gold. And then do you think later when they're married, he's like still trying to get her to do it, and she's <laughs> do it again? <laughs> Probably. Well, I think that's the whole thing. Like, you know. It's part of the agreement that Robosilskin keeps doing it. I think so. I feel, I feel like the agreement was, it was like, she had like three days to do it, and Robosilskin shows up, and then he does like, she like starts trading him shit, like rings and clothes, I don't know. And by the end, she's she's like out of stuff. And he's like, all right, I'll tell you what, I'll do it. I'll do the, everything else for the baby. For the baby. When it happens. So does the king notice that their baby's gone? Nah, he's busy counting his gold, I guess. He's like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> he's like Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge. Uh, oh, wait, we have to come up with a title before I can move on. <laughs> Rumple. <laughs> Stinskin. Or the rump. <laughs> The rumpty room. It's got to be like, like straw into gold or something. It can't be rumble still. Oh, strands of gold. Straw into gold. It's like that million. Oh, what's that? Uh, Shades of Grey book. It's got to have something like a Fifty title Shades like that. of Gold. Gold, Gold Weaver. Gold Weaver. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Or the gold weaver, either. Either or. <laughs> that totally sucks. Let's go to Sweet Sea for Danny V and Rip the Roman. Yeah, this is CGI. He's going to be awesome. <laughs> you never answer my question. Does he rip himself in half long ways or, or hot dog or hamburger? Well, according to Wikipedia, in his rage, drove his foot so far into the ground that it sank up to his waist. Then, in a passion, he seized his left foot with both hands and tore himself in two. It's a long way. Sounds like it. That's the way to do it. The gold. So, John, what is Strollwelpeter? Strollpeter. Schopeter is famous in Germany, not so much here. It's a collection of, like, like cautionary stories for children. Uh, Schopeter is, is one of the stories. That one is basically just, like, this kid who doesn't, like, clean himself. So he's got, like, freaky long hair and long nails, and he's, like, a freak, and nobody likes him. 
Uh, some of the other stories, there's one about this boy named Cruel Frederick. Um, I'm looking at the pictures. I'm like reading through the book online. He's like whipping his mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's crying. And he's dancing around, whipping it and everything. And then a dog bites him. And he's got like some disease. And then the dog's eating his dinner. Um, then there's another story with a girl playing with matches. And she lets herself on fire. And there's these cats that are like extinguishing the fire with their tears. <laughs> and she's dead. And I think one of my favorite ones from it is this uh, boy who sucked his thumbs. And he never stopped sucking his thumbs. <laughs> this madman just runs into the frame and cuts off his thumbs and giant pair of shoes. <laughs> this is the one like uh, this is like Rumble Stilski, where it's already like pretty fucked up. So it'd be pretty much be like a straight adaptation if you made it. So would it be a bunch of these stories? It'd be like an anthology film. It'd be like Crash. <laughs> well, I guess that's not an anthology, but you know, like interweaving stories of children behaving badly. Or it'd be like Movie Forty Three. No, I like it being like Crash. It's like it's got like a really heavy-handed message. <laughs> but the message is pretty dumb because it's just kids don't do bad stuff. Yeah, all these people are being really cruel. Don't it would be it. good for the cruel kid. Well, he could be a cruel adult now. You know, it could be like Gerard Butler's like whipping his wife <laughs> for the whip. so that this rabbit dog bites him and the rabbit dog like takes his place in the family. I love of- <laughs> your idea here, John. I love the idea of this being about all the children that had all this fucked up stuff done to them when they were kids and like what they're like now as adults. I think that's it. I, oh, it's a little Hansel and Gretel witch hunters. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's also, he's got like a message out. Oh, here, here's a sweet one. There's like this dude who's hunting a rabbit. Then the rabbit gets the gun and shoots him, but he jumps in a well and he's lost forever. <laughs> I don't think that guy grows up. <laughs> he goes up at the well. Unless he's just living in that well the whole movie. Well, so and by the end of it, he's just still in the well. Movie the only, over. The only problem is some of these people die. Like the girl who plays with matches lights on fire and she dies. The cat well, cry, cry. We have to change it to she's just really, really badly burnt. Oh, she's like really deformed. <laughs> okay, let's see. There's another one. A kid fidgeting in his chair. He falls over backwards and dies. That's it. <laughs> uh, there's a kid who like never looks where he's watching, and he falls in a river and drowns. <laughs> I don't know. These don't play very well into our <laughs> these kids grow up scenario. No, no, it's okay. He's okay. He, he gets saved, but okay. Most of them, only a few of them die. So the kid who like takes an umbrella out. I don't know why this is a bad thing to do. <laughs> umbrella out in a storm, like in a storm, and then he gets sucked away. I feel like that's what you should do in a storm. Like, they're telling you, like, what not to do. This kid's like, even he gets screwed for following the rules. The world is, the world is really cruel. And just if you want to know Shrulpeter, I think what they call it in America is Shock-Headed Peter. So you can call this movie Shock. So what happens to the kid who doesn't clean himself? Nothing. His story is pretty blame. I can read it in, like, five seconds. Just look at him. There he stands with his nasty hair and hands. See, his nails are never cut. They are grimed. They're grimed as black as soot. And the sloven, I declare, never once has combed his hair. Anything to me is sweeter than to see shock-headed Peter. People he could be like the like narrator. Him. He's like telling you about the cruelty of the world. 
Kind of looks like Rod Stewart. <laughs> kind of insulting to Rod Stewart, I guess. <laughs> this is. I'm just sending you guys the link. Our our fans can't see this, but I just want everyone to be on the same page with me on the world of Schulpetter, because this is a book mm -hmm. that I did, I wasn't familiar with until, of course, my stepdad somehow introduced our family to it. He's from Germany. This is what they grow up with. I thought you were going to send us a link to a picture of Rod Stewart. <laughs> to be like, guys, I don't think you get it. This is what Rod Stewart looks like now. His fingernails are eight feet long. This is a, a, a children's story that, you know, doesn't, you know, it's got plenty of violence. It doesn't sugarcoat anything. Like the, the kid getting his thumbs chopped off. You see you get chopped off. Oh, my God. These cats are shooting lasers. <laughs> <laughs> They're crying, John. They're the tears. They're not lasers. Meow, <laughs> Cyclops cat. This, these are my favorite drawings. The dreadful story of Harriet and the matches. It's just, I mean, I don't really, I don't really get why the cats cry a river at the end. But also the picture of of two cats sitting on their hind legs, like raising their hands up, like, oh no. <laughs> this little girl burns to death in front of them. They don't know what to do. <laughs> it's true. All along, the cats were like, don't do it. Make haste, make haste. Meow, meow. She'll burn to death. We told her so. Oh, they wonder. So, yeah, this is like a caution. You know, it's, it's, it's seeing, it's showing kids or adults even, you know, like you act, you know, cruel to people. Your life's going to be fucked up. This movie's kind of over the place, but I like it. It's called Shock. <laughs> it's like Crash, but way more violent. So there, is there like a huge like celebrity cast? Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, who else could be in this? <laughs> the story of little suck-a-thumb looks like he's giving the guy the finger while he's chopping his hand off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, whatever. Also, cast Brendan Fraser, Charlene Scott. Uh, <laughs> Martin Lawrence. Now you said this was an all star cast, not an <laughs> all has been cast. Cast. Maxville. Of course. Jack. Lautner. Everybody that people like. William Hug. William Hug. <laughs> <laughs> and Rod Stewart. And Rod. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> there you go. Shock. All right. Let's let's move on to our our final. Wait, what was that one called? Shock. Why was it called that? Because of shock-headed Peter. Played oh, by okay. Stewart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even know if Rod Stewart's ever acted. <laughs> He's just a narrator, right? Yeah. He can do that. He can sing narrate. All right. And the whole thing is to the tune of uh, uh, that Maggie song. 
Fucked up things are happening. It's shocking. I don't know about that, but yeah. Okay. Let's go on to Three Little Pigs. Classic story. Everyone knows Three Little Pigs. Yeah, there must have been a movie of this by now. Yeah, but this is like, ours is like for adults. Yeah, it's hella sexy. <laughs> hella sexy. <laughs> so sexy on what end? Are the pigs the sexy part? Everybody's sexy. <laughs> we first, I first mentioned this. Someone said that the pigs should be Brendan Fraser. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Like all three of them? Should be one of them. Who, who, who are other good fat actors to play the other two? Michael uh, Malley. Like O'Malley? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine he's gotten up there. Yeah, he's on Justified now. Oh, really? Yeah. How's he looking? He's cold-blooded killer. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, is he <laughs> He's fat? not that fat. Oh. Yeah, you can do better than Michael O'Malley. Uh, <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman? There you go. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought Brendan Fraser, like, lost a bunch of weight for, uh, Shock. <laughs> <laughs> Put it back on. He's that again. He's doing the Kevin James thing. <laughs> He's like Kevin James. <laughs> Studied to do Kevin James for this part. Space. <laughs> to be the pig, you must want the pig. <laughs> so this is a is it, is it directed by Kevin James? <laughs> it's his dream project. It's the movie. It's the story he was born to tell. Because he's I, I identify as with the characters. Yeah. Wait, so who's is the other is one? Seymour Hoffman. Well, we don't have it yet. But it's who is Philip Seymour Hoffman gonna be like the smart pig? Yeah. Okay. So then we need another guy who could be like dumb fat pig. Just kind of hmm. trying to not say like Jonah Hill. Yeah. Um, How about that that guy from 1600 Pence? Like Josh Gad. Yeah. yeah, he's he's kind of been breaking out a little bit. Like, yeah, he could do it. I guess he could be like the first pig. You're really working your way up. Mm-hmm. No, are these actually pigs? <laughs> <laughs> or are they just, just like fat a guys? Just fat guys. <laughs> <laughs> So what's the metaphorical wolf? Like, what? Are they, why? Why is he trying to blow down their houses and eat them? Should they all be cops? That's, That's why he's bad. calling them pigs. Yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe it's like, a, like the wolf. Here's where you can put the sexy part. She can be like a, like a seductress or something. Right? Uh, she, wants, she wants to get revenge on the cops, mm-hmm. so she wins. Yeah. yeah. She's like the girlfriend of like drug dealers or something. Yeah. Oh, I imagine yes. it's kind of like that um, Jake Gyllenhaal movie. And you, maybe the, all the cops they experience some like yeah you know, some very like traumatic um, bust or just some sort of event. So they all went their separate ways, and Josh Guy like lives on a farm, like in a straw house. <laughs> 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 find about the wilderness, but she finds. So, it. so the house part is literal. <laughs> yes, he lives in like a straw house. Fraser like lives in a cabin somewhere by a lake. But then like Phil Zerhoff lives in his brick fortress. <laughs> <laughs> she can't just she can't like burn it down or destroy it, so she's gotta like in- infiltrate it. I imagine the the uh the final battle is like 
you know, between them and the Mexican cartel or something. <laughs> There's a shootout. Yeah. How does she blow like their house down? Does she have like like a rocket launcher? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. So then they, you know, they the the Mexican cartel like goes down the chimney and into a boiling pot of water. I assume that's literal too. They trap them in there, cook them all up, and eat them. <laughs> yep. Because they're fat and they like eating things. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Right. Figure that one out. That was yeah. pretty easy. That one was no problem. I like, I like how we're trying to give fat people more roles in movies by making <laughs> movies with just all fat casts. <laughs> it's good. We're doing a good thing here. We're expanding our horizon. Uh, yeah. Oh, so what's this one called? Pigs, but like one of the letters is like a three. Well, that would have to be the third movie. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just look like pegs. Could it, could it be with little in like quotes? Like sarcastic little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Little pigs. <laughs> so this is like a comedy? It sounds pretty serious. <laughs> well, the title's like a joke, but the rest is... The title's very tongue-in-cheek, but the rest is straight action. Because <laughs> she's blowing their, their house. So how, how do they get... Oh, yeah, it's the, the bust or whatever. Yeah, they all get killed the bust, or... I can't remember how it well, they all, well, the, the The pigs piss off. Whoever on the bus, the cartel. Oh yes, the cartel. <laughs> I forgot about them. All right. Yeah. Who plays Ooh. the the woman and the cartel leader? Who plays the woman? Be an assassin. Like Olivia Wilde or something. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Like the most boring <laughs> casting possible. <laughs> she's in like Tron. What's it? You know, she knows what she's doing. Sure. Wait, but who plays the cartel? Like the leader. Louis Guzman. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Kind of fat. <sighs> Is that was that the only prerequisite? <laughs> <laughs> you could have gone with the Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah, but this is like serious. He's using Magic Mike. I mean, he was the f comic relief, but he, he's trying he's to. A, he's not a cold blood killer. Well, he could be like his second in command. <laughs> yeah, sure. He could be comic relief. He's like mentally disabled deaf you. <laughs> It beats well. <laughs> Just on the wrong side of the law. It's a subplot. Maybe he, maybe he, like he doesn't fit in the pot when he falls down the chimney. <laughs> so they like save him because he's such a nice guy. Yeah, they, such a nice guy. <laughs> he he eats them. with them. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> These were my friends. <laughs> they all, 
All these fat guys are eating. <laughs> they're all eating people. <laughs> and there's some joke about like, oh, looks like we're having Mexican tonight. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's pretty dumb. <laughs> and there's the laugh track. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> laugh track free spray. <laughs> <laughs> the last line of the movie. Of little pigs. Why can't we be friends? As <laughs> <laughs> the credits roll. And then outtakes. Alright, I think you're down to let's make it time. I say we put together the let's just let's change this to fantasy movies we do honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll put and we gotta put them on the list as like what we ended up calling them. So should we change the names in the order? Yeah. Oh, we never had a title for Froggy when a court and should we just delete it? <laughs> just take it <laughs> yeah, off the list. Oh, no, that's easy. Let's just take it off. We never came up with a title, so that one was kinda hard to wrap your mind around too. <laughs> I know this one was called Hey Did a Little Was Over the Moon. What was Humpty Dumpty? Did I have a was it just Dumpty or do we have a cool name for it? Let's come up with one. Uh Pieces. <laughs> okay. Falling to pieces. Mm. Or, or Dumpty Resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> no, because remember the movie's about, it's like a bionic suit. Yeah, I know, because they b- rebuild him. But they rebuild him at one point. They resurrect him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or it could be something like more serious that has to do with like the, the Berlin Wall. Or something. It could just be called the Berlin Wall or something. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, these aren't very good. <laughs> they call it together again. I like that's too like buddy comedy. Yeah. That's the thing. People are like, I don't know what to expect. <laughs> We're all about fooling the audience. <laughs> <laughs> How about just the wall? He's like singing in it, right? He sings. The yeah. Whole <laughs> I'd say just go with Dumpty Resurrection. <laughs> That's my vote. <laughs> That's terrible. It, should it be like HD? Dumpty Resurrection <laughs> HD. <laughs> Dumpty no, Resurrection HD. Resurrection. Oh, HD, HD Resurrection. Resurrection. That's like really that. good. That's I perfect. Is it HD Resurrection or resurre- res- Resurrection HD? It's going to be Resurrection HD. <laughs> HD Resurrection HD. It's <laughs> like the most generic title ever. <laughs> no, just Resurrection H- HD. No, I like it. HD Resurrection HD. <laughs> no, no, Okay, so we got the Odyssey, which is Clash of the Odyssey of the Titans, <laughs> banging your brains out for it by Tiger Blood in real IMAX 3 double D. Okay. <laughs> Old woman in, lived in the shoes, shibbity shoe. <laughs> Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. <laughs> the Plumpkins. <laughs> rip Van Winkle. I think, it should be, I think it should be Meet the Plumpkins. Was it just Rip? It was just, it was Rip. Rip, okay. 
I say you change it to meet the pumpkin. <laughs> I almost wrote that, yeah. Meet the pumpkins. <laughs> so then you can have little pumpkins as a sequel. It's <laughs> the funniest thing about pumpkins. Meet the pumpkins. I'm Peter Plumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> Goldilocks is just Goldilocks, I think. <laughs> and Rumble Stillskin was that gold Fifty weaver. Shades of Gold. Fifty Shades of <laughs> No, no, oh, no. No, that was Gold Weaver, I guess. Gold Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> little pigs. <laughs> yep. Is it three little pigs or just a little pig? Just little pigs. <laughs> um, on the, the lower end, in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the ones on the lower end, uh, Rip. We didn't really have it as fleshed out. Um, shock. It was such a confusing mess. I'm not really sure what it's about. <laughs> and shibbity shoe was pretty stupid too. <laughs> those are. I'd say those three are on the lower end. <laughs> I mean, Shimmy Shoe is the one, like, you would least want to see. Yeah. It would be the worst movie. Yeah. But it's so innovative. Is that the one that started the laugh track? It's, it starts yeah. the laugh track trend in Hollywood, sure, but is that really a good thing? No, it's not. So I'm putting in number 10. <laughs> well, what would you, what would you guys eat next? The antics of Jim Carrey and Rip or... The violence of shock. I guess shock I, just doesn't appeal to me because it's so confusing. Yeah. I think shock's a bit too much to take in. I'd rather it see. It won't be appreciated to like 20 years later anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can't believe they made this movie. Or it'll win the Academy Award but it's like, it's amazing. <laughs> I still go back to Rip. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I wouldn't see Rip, though. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't care. So if we put that at eight, um, I have a hard time making a case for Meet the Plumpkins to go any higher up the list. <laughs> Remind me of... I can't even remember what it was. <laughs> Billy Gardell. Or, I don't, is that even his name? I think that's actually, his name. What's... Was oh, yeah. in a pumpkin because he's trying to get a hot TV fight. <laughs> <laughs> he escapes and go, like, kill the dragon or some bullshit. <laughs> and then at the end, they're all in a pumpkin, and Mark Addy comes in, and they all break <laughs> through the floor. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty bad. <laughs> it's just my favorite title. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, how much I really want to see Clash of the Odyssey of the Titans Bang Your Brains Out presented by Tiger Blood and Real Max 3 Double D. I like the title, but it's like... It sounds uh, so boring. It just sounds like Troy. Yeah. Harley Sheen. I guess that's true. I'm more sad about that than Little Pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess the cool thing about... um. I can't remember the first word, but uh, 
you know, it's like they developed a new camera for it. So, I mean, you've got to be interested in that. Making your brains out. I forgot to put part one. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, 16. Uh, yeah, I guess we go little pigs. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. You got to say it like little pig. Little. What about Goldilocks, though, right? Yeah, That's that was like that Twilight bullshit. <laughs> but no, 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 no. It's got Liam Neeson. It's got sweet porridge sex scenes. <laughs> we never decided I, I who plays pigs, the little pigs. Then maybe Goldilocks. Okay. Okay. We never decided who plays the the mother bear. Or is it uh, just I'm totally not irrelevant? On a bottom Helen Carter. Yeah, she's she's game. So what's number four then? Uh, I'd go over the moon. <laughs> over the moon, the sci-fi action movie. Too convoluted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not really sure what the aliens want aside from they, they changed WWW to Day Diddle Diddle. <laughs> I'm just surprised we were able to come up with that with having so little to work with. That was, that was it's impressive. like four lines long. Yeah, nothing connects, but we made it work. Then I would probably go Clash of the Odyssey of the Titans, Bang Your Brains Out, presented by Tiger Blood, Real IMAX 3 Double D, Part One. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, it's tough. Let's, we've gotten down to HD Resurrection <laughs> HD and Gold Weaver. I don't like that first HD. <laughs> It's not believable. I was all about how Gold Leverage is like a straight adaptation. <laughs> it's the most fucked up thing ever. <laughs> Davy ripping himself in ha- half and dancing CGI and Vince Vaughn is the sarcastic douchebag king. <laughs> then again, Humpty Dumpty movies got Russell Crossing and David Bowie <laughs> to rile the troops. In this funny looking egg costume. <laughs> it's impenetrable to bullets. People are just like blowing shit at him, just like bazookas and hailstorm bullets, and he's just singing. And it's action-packed. Yeah. I don't really know what kind of movie Goldweaver is. <laughs> what is it? I think it's a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Vince Vaughn and David <laughs> I, I never really thought of it as a comedy, though. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like thriller to me but whatever <laughs> I probably then in that case put gold weaver too gold <laughs> alright okay <laughs> yeah HD Resurrection HD's probably got the best <laughs> shot of winning awards out of any of these movies anyway who's got singing and Russell Crowe <laughs> yeah it's like a historical it's... epic with sweet special effects and it's a musical <laughs> it's got Russell Crowe sort of political Mm-hmm. It's got it all. Yeah. So does he just, like, wipe out Russia after that? Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the story you didn't hear. So, our top ten fairy tale movies that we do want to see made. Uh, number ten, Shibita Shoe. Number nine, Shock. Number eight, Rip. Number seven, Meet the Plumpkins. Number six, Little figs. <laughs> Number five, 
Goldilocks, number four, Over the Moon, number three, uh, Clash of the Odyssey of the Titans, part one, Banging Your Brains Out, presented in, presented by Tiger Blood in real IMAX 3DD, number two, Gold Weaver, and number one, HD Resurrection, HD. And uh, we've got a high-definition website of our own over at mileyplease.com that I recommend you check out. For example, if you want to read about music. There's been a few posts about that lately. And, uh, and if you're listening to music in iTunes, uh, which is also a place where you can listen to this podcast, I recommend you check out the iTunes store and maybe give us a review, a thumbs up, uh, like, however their currency works over there or if you would rather not do anything at all just just keep waiting because we'll be back uh, next week with more top 10 thursday <laughs>